Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Joseph Clough and this is episode 777. And in today's episode, we're talking about breaking the cycle of the imposter syndrome. That's what we're really talking about today. I want us to just kind of think about simple things that we can do to make a big change in our life when it comes to the anxieties, the worries and the doubts and all those types of things. Now, as you may or may not know, but let's have a quick rundown. Imposter syndrome is almost like the fear of being found out. Being like an imposter in your job, in your career, as a partner, as someone uh, like a, a family connection, a friend. You just don't feel good in yourself. In fact, everyone can actually say that you are amazing in every way. But on the inside, you won't really feel it. You'll feel like it's not true. And you might even start to people please and try to over deliver because that's what imposters do. They try to gain validation by the things that they do and hopefully in the feedback in return, but they never quite really feel it on the inside. So just so we know that is what we're talking about. And also that can create worries, anxieties, and fears, like the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, the fear of success, the fear of not being enough, not being worthy, not being deserving, not being of value, not being capable. You fill in the blank. We know the imposter syndrome is a scary place to be because we don't feel like who we are, who we really want to be. We don't feel that quite authentic or we don't believe in ourselves. So it does tie into our belief systems, right? The I am not good enough, I am not worthy, I am not deserving. But you gotta remember this. That belief system was created in your past. It was created in the things that you did, you acted and reacted unconsciously, under stress, or not knowing better. In other words, when we're a kid and we don't have an idea of what is truth and what is not truth. And we can assume other people's opinions to be true. So if you had high expectations growing up, like you gotta do really well at school, or the opposite, where people just put you down, as in like your family, making you never never feel like you're enough. And it's easy to understand as to how we'd come to the conclusion and therefore feel like an imposter. Now, when we think about that, 
there was a time when we didn't have it. And then we had lots of this evidence from people or the situations we we're in. Maybe you went for a bad breakup and then you went for another one or you didn't get that job and you then didn't get that job again. All of those things just reaffirm it and then you start to believe it. So it could be a one-time event where someone said something, you go, oh my goodness, I'm not worthy, deserving or enough or I'm an imposter. Or on top of that, it could be... Um, a gradual overtime where your unconscious mind assumes that belief system to be true. Now, that's not knowingness though, right? That's a belief. You see, beliefs will come and go. Sometimes you believe in something, sometimes you don't. As a kid, we believed in many different things to be true, right? But then over time, we may realize some of those things not to be true. You might have had a certain belief about yourself or about something, and it changed over time. So remember, you are not stuck forever. You're not broken. You're just in a state of mind right now. And that state of mind of feeling like an imposter is not a fixed state. It can evolve. It can change. And here's really good news for us. I want you to realize there's possibilities of transforming. And I don't care if you've worked with 10 other practitioners. I don't care that you've tried every book under the sun. I don't care if you tried the podcast or anything like that. And by I don't care, I don't care for that result because it doesn't mean that you are at fault or the person was at fault. You just haven't found your right way. You haven't found the way which will be sculpted and molded for you. So remember, you're not broken. This is good news. We've just got to interrupt the strategy of the unconscious mind. So today I want to just go over a few ideas that will hopefully do just that. I'm not promising you the world here of that transformation because it is a podcast episode. And you're way, way, way from me, I'm sure. For a lot of you, some are live on this podcast right now on YouTube, but of course those on the podcast or the app will be getting this in a couple of weeks' time. And it's sometimes hard to be able to give you the customized solution. That's why I have my program, right? So we can do that. But I still want to have a high expectation of what we can do to make the transformation. If it takes time, I don't mind. Better than spend a little bit of time on yourself rather spending a whole ton of time in the imposter syndrome for the rest of your life. That to me is not a place where I'd like you to be. I want you to wake up today. So first of all, as always, let's get back to basics. You must assume responsibility for who you are right now. Now, I'm not saying that other people get let off. I'm not saying all the hurt, the abuse, being told things... I'm not letting them off the hook. In fact, we're doing the opposite. We're actually saying, I'm more than that. You're actually proving to the world how powerful you can be when you assume the responsibility to start changing in this moment. So that is really the first step. But then with that assumption, it means we're becoming consciously aware of our situation. We're becoming consciously aware that you can make the change. Yes, it's good to get help. I know that to be true. I'm not saying you've got to do this by yourself, but it does start with you. You've got to be the instigator of change. You've got to be the assumption of that responsibility. And that is an awakening within itself. And the reason why that's important to me is that you've got to be conscious 
of the strategy of how you interact with the imposter. Let's just stop and dissociate for a moment. Like I said, it's not like you are broken. It's not like you are unfixable. It's not like you are the imposter. You feel like one. Even when we go, I am not good enough or I am not worthy, it's still, yeah, it's an identity statement, but it's not who you are. You can change that at different times, right? Because there's a time you didn't have it. So recognize, become conscious of how you almost interact with the imposter syndrome. How are you connected with it? How are you interpreting it? How are you communicating with it? And what I really mean by that is understanding the mechanisms of the mind. You see, if nothing else existed in reality and you were just consciousness, you wouldn't feel like an imposter. Why? Because you always were here. There's no separation. So your beingness, your whole, because there's no separation. Like if nothing else existed in reality and you were just consciousness or there was no separation, you wouldn't feel like an imposter. So when we think about it in that way, which can be a bit of an epiphany, by the way, it makes us realize actually it's how I interact with the reality around me. It's how I interact to those people. It's how I interact with those triggers from the inside to the external. When I see someone, it makes me feel this way. When someone says something, it makes me question or doubt myself. So become conscious, become lucid in how you interact with the experience of the imposter syndrome. Do you remember when I said it's a state of mind? A state is always changing. It can be fixed for a while, but you're not always in it. You can watch a movie, and for a moment, you may forget about the imposter syndrome. You could have a celebration, or someone could say something, and in that moment, it all falls away. So remember, it's a state of mind which comes into play. It comes awake, almost. And it becomes awake with that interaction with reality. So ask yourself... How do you know when it's time to feel like an imposter? Which is a weird question in itself. But notice the strategy of it. It's a, it's a step-by-step thing. This happens, I feel this way. Someone says this, it causes me X, Y, Z thoughts. Notice those triggers. Notice, is it brought about by certain people? Is it brought about by certain circumstances? In certain areas? Are there certain things that you say to yourself which becomes the story of the imposter? All we're doing is waking up. We're waking up as to how we do what we do, how we think, how we connect, how we associate with the imposter. Now, when we have that interaction with the imposter, that part of us which doesn't feel enough. And I'm going to say part of us. Like I said, it's not who you are. Maybe it's that part of you as an eight-year-old who was told that you're not enough and you're not worthy. It's only a part of you which plays out sometimes. It can be a long time, like throughout your day, but it's still that state of mind and a part of us which comes out to play in a not very nice way. But when you notice it, you have an opportunity to start doing something about it. 
You've maybe been a passenger to it. You've become like, oh, this is normal. This, like when I have this thought, that's reality. That's who I am. When someone says this, of course I was never enough. That's what I got to keep on trying to do things to get external validation. Like we got, we've got to understand it's a strategy and therefore we have to interrupt that strategy. So ask yourself, how can you interrupt it? Because when it appears and we do nothing, it reaffirms the association unconsciously. It reaffirms the feelings, the sensations, the beliefs, the thoughts, the memories. It just reaffirms. It becomes like a foundation. Well, if we want to be able to create a new foundation, you've got to interrupt the old one, the old story. So a couple of things you can do. You can become more stoic. Is this really true? Are there counterexamples? Because if you have a thought of, like, I'm, they did that and it must mean I'm this, well, does it really mean it? You may have believed it to be true, but could it mean something else? Ask yourself, what else could this mean? What else can I do? How can I interact with this differently today? Can I change my association with it? Can I focus on that part of me? Because here's the other thing. In the same way that it's not in a fixed state, and we've, but it also feels like an identity, we start to have that negativity associated with it. And therefore, it becomes self-hatred, right? It becomes, I hate being who I am. Well, when you're having that self-hatred for yourself, you're also hating that part of you who was maybe eight years old. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about like inner child work, which I have nothing against, and I do aspects of it in different and unique ways. But when you are having that shame, hurt, guilt, fear, anger, that resentment for feeling like an imposter, well, you're actually kind of having the, the toxic aspect to the part of you who was way back when. And to me, that's not right. So maybe one of the reframes of different perspectives is to actually see the intention behind the behavior. For that part of you way back then hasn't had the ability to evolve to this moment with the knowing of self-worth. So sometimes I think about who do I have to become to get to where I want to be? But who do I need to be for that past aspect of me? Maybe you need to be the person that you needed back then, which is an interaction and an interruption. So when that happens, that internal critic of saying, who are you to do X, Y, Z, I'm not enough and fill in the blank. When the imposter syndrome comes in, it is your job to radiate it with love, to radiate that aspect of you, to reconnect with who you are by deciding it doesn't have to be a reality today. But there could be a new story that you can create from this. There could be a new way of being that will allow you to see the contrasting experience of beauty within you and also around you. So begin to notice that within your mind. Notice the interactions that we have. Consider what is happening. Because when you start to become conscious of it, you then start to become the creator of it. If you think about like meditation, it's like the obs observation of your thought. So when you're meditating, you're trying to become the observer 
of your thoughts, which is like a dissociation, right? It's trying to get outside of thinking. For most meditations, let's just say, I know there's lots of different kinds. And I enjoy the other kinds as much as being the observer. But in the same way, we need to be the observer of our thoughts of the imposter. We have to be the observer of the strategy that we have when we do the things that we do to be the imposter. We've got to become conscious of our triggers, our actions and our reactions. And when they occur, rather allowing them to take growth, whether, rather than allowing them to get bigger and stronger and all those types of things to keep on that kind of that story, you've got to go, look, is this really true? Are there other ways? Are there other things you can say to yourself? Now, it becomes very hard at the very, very beginning because you have been trained, you have become programmed, you've been hypnotized by the past events, by society, by people, by the situations that you've gone through, but you've got to go wait. And every time you go wait and stop, observe, notice, consider, what else could this mean? How can I be different? What would happen if I did X, Y, Z? You will start to create a new way of being. It will take some time. It will take a moment. It may take a week. It may take a year, depending how we go on the solution. But ultimately, as you start to interrupt it, you are imagining your brain like a record or a CD, right? Usually it plays the song of the imposter syndrome. It plays the album of not being enough. It might be playing the greatest hits of not being deserving or capable. And it's on repeat. Well, every time it starts to play and you start to stop it and scratch it a little bit, over time, that song, that album, that greatest set of hits of the imposter will no longer be able to play the same tune. You are interrupting the strategy. So make a decision that you're going, hey, when that album comes on, I'm going to start to stop it for a moment, even if it's for a brief second in the beginning. Over time, it'll become a minute. Over time, it'll become a week. Over time, it'll be a month or a year or forever. Because every time you interrupt the strategy over and over and over again, it can't keep playing the same way. If you then start to add other aspects to it, and there's where we can get creative, is we can radiate that part in love, or we can even go, look, it's okay. That little bit of inner critic comes in. It's okay. I'm going to do, it's just you. It doesn't have to be my reality. Even if you don't believe it in the beginning. You start to change your frame of reference. You start to interrupt the triggers. You start to interrupt the strategy. And the whole thesis of this episode is saying that, look, it's a state of mind. It's not a constant state of mind. You are not broken. You're not unfixable. Your belief is not your reality. It's your uh, subjective reality but it's not the objective reality. And the more you start to consider that frame of reference, no longer be the passenger of the imposter, no longer being sedated by that story over and over again, because at the end of the day, look, you have to participate differently. 
You see, if you're participating with the imposter, I know we're kind of like separating as a, like a different, I, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A different entity as such. But I'm just trying to get that separation. Observe it for what it is, right? Observe it for what it is. The more you start to dissociate from it and reconnect it anew, once you start to not be sedated by the story that it tells you, once you start to wake up, to that responsibility of consciousness, you'll start to interrupt it and interact with it in a way that it's not you. It's a part of you being playing out right now. That's all it is. You're playing out the role of not being enough. You're playing out the role of anxiety. It's, it reminds me very quickly, you know, like as like children, you you always talk like, I, I, I'm not a parent, but um, you say, you know, stop acting stupid or stop being stupid right so there's a different there like you're acting out stupidity as a child or you're being stupidity like that's more as an identity right you need to be able to get to a place of realizing that this is an act it's an act which fits with the imposter because we feel like we're acting out. Well, now it's time to recognize it is an act. It is a behavior. It is a strategy. But once you start to assume the responsibility and start digging away at it, keep scratching at that record, considering alternatives, it can no longer come out in that way. So just remember that. Now, of course, we need to be able to maybe do some deeper work, but that is some helpful things we can start to do by just waking up, being conscious, considering alternatives, and recognizing that you can radiate that part of you which runs this with the love that is always needed. Not only be the person that you need to be to get to where you want to be, but be the person that you needed back then in the past. Now, of course, if you ever need my help with this imposter syndrome, if you ever feel like not good enough or deserving or capable, you may consider, you may think, actually, I'm going to do so. Here's the other quick thing. Imposters do everything for everyone else. Maybe it's time to do something for you, to invest in you, because that is going to transform everything. And if you are ready to do to like have that wake up call and invest in yourself to like put yourself first and go all in, then you can have an opportunity to potentially work with us in a fully customized and tailored experience to let go of the imposter syndrome, the anxiety, all of those things at josephclough.info/talk. Now, when you go there, you'll book a time to speak with us, and then you will also fill out a quick application form, and then on the on this free breakthrough call we'll get clear on exactly what's kind of coming up in your mind what's like what's the resistance and also exactly what you need or want to be and then figure out what the cause is hopefully to then come up with a strategy and if you're a good fit we might invite you into a program of course there's an investment it is fully tailored and customized to your unconscious mind we meet the issue where it lives so maybe it's your time to invest in yourself and i have zero hesitation people say why are you trying to sell me things? I'm trying to sell you a future of transformation. I'm trying to sell to your unconscious mind to recognize that you are beautiful, that you are worthy, you are deserving. You can be abundant. You can live the life that you want. That's the story, which I would say a story of truth because it's my personal truth, is what I want for you. 
I want you to be the example of what can be done. I want you to make the ripples far and wide, where it be big ripples or where it be for your children, where it be that you don't pass down those same stories because they model humans. Remember when you think about it, when the issue was created within us, we could have been very young. And maybe there have been repeats, your parents or whoever your guardians repeat the same story. We need to interrupt that story so we don't pass it down to generations to come. We want to be able to make an impact in our career or our business or have a deep connection with our partner, knowing we can be vulnerable and safe to know that we're worthy and deserving of love. Now, if that's a bad thing, then hey, I'm at peace with that. But I generally want you to get out of pain. That's my goal. That's my dream. That's why I do what I do for free. And that's what I do for my my main eight-week system. So you can get the customized support that you need. So once again, that is josephclough.info slash talk. But with that, my friends, no matter what you decide, start to wake up to the, the strategy, the state of mind. Be the observer of the triggers and wonder how you can interact with your unconscious mind, that part of you which plays this out. And that means you don't have to be an imposter anymore. And to me, that's good news. So with that, I look forward... Oh, and by the way, if you ever enjoy any of my podcasts, if you get some bit of value from the app, if you enjoy it a little bit here and there, then please go ahead and leave a review on the podcast and the app. On the podcast, you just go to the podcast app and just go ahead and click into that and leave a review. Same thing when it comes to the hypnosis app. You go to your app store, you search my name, Joseph Clough, C-L-O-U-G-H, or hypnosis. That usually comes up pretty quick. Joseph Hypnosis, something like that. And you click into it, and then you scroll down, you see some reviews, and it will say, like, rate and review. If you do that, maybe together we can create all these ripples. My work, I'm happy to do as much free stuff as possible. And maybe we can help someone who really, really needs it right now. And maybe your words will inspire them to do something about their life, to assume responsibility, no matter what they're going through. But with that, I'd be very grateful if you did that. But if you don't, please enjoy my work. And I look forward to speaking to you in a future episode. I'm going to speak to everyone else on the live stream. And maybe you'll catch us there too one day. So many thanks and goodbye. parts o'reilly auto parts has parts need them fast we've got fast no matter what you need we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it product availability just one part that makes o'reilly stand apart the professional parts people oh 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 o'reilly auto parts so you've got an idea for a business the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.